Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. You know, I'm going to continue looking at this idea that we saw of the Lord being our deliverer. Now, we know that, right? I mean, we, 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 there's no doubt that we know that the Lord is the one who delivers. The, the Lord is the one who vindicates. The Lord is the one who watches over us. But I think sometimes we forget that. And particularly, we forget it in the age in which we live from day to day. Uh, at the moment, at the time of our recording right here is uh, July 2020, and we're still in the midst of the uh, various virus, let me put it that way. Uh, I'll just tell you point blank what I think is going on with this whole thing. I think you're being played. I think we're all being played. I think we're going to find out when history is written. It may be in two months. It may be in 200 years. Whenever it is, it will be very obvious that powers that be within our nation who uh, sought to retain their power, who sought to stay out of prison, were working hand in glove with foreign entities uh, to bring down the nation. I know people find it very hard to believe, but I believe it's actually very obvious right now that that's what's happening. That's what's occurring. And it's all to the point of attaining power. Okay, don't ever underestimate uh, the degree to which evil will go. If evil is willing uh, to execute a newborn baby, then uh, evil is willing to crash a market. Okay, Evil is willing to kill tens of thousands of older people for the sake of instilling fear. And this is the thing that concerns me so about the body of Christ, is that there's very little discernment within the body of Christ. And it's not so much, well, I believe this and I believe that, or the news told me this and the news told me that. Uh, the Lord gives us spiritual giftedness. Okay? And one of the gifts of the Spirit that He gives is discerning of spirits. And in 1 John 4, it tells us not to believe every spirit that comes along. He gives us discerning the spirit. He gives us words of wisdom. He gives us words of knowledge. And that needs to be released within the body of Christ. What happens now is that most of us deny that if we even know that it exists. And then we'll turn around and think, well, that was for another time and another place, and it's not for today. And the enemy is extremely happy over that because we walk literally deaf, dumb, and blind. And so we need to be aware that we live in wicked days. But, folks, it's nothing new. I want us to go to the seventh psalm. And uh, this is a uh, Shagion of David. Okay, it's a psalm of David. And David was calling upon the Lord to deal with the wicked. Imagine that. Okay, He had wicked people coming against him. And he had things that were happening. And when you look at the word, it shows us how to deal with wickedness. You know, we think we live in the most wicked age that had ever been. Not really, folks. It's been just as uh, more, uh, just as difficult, not more so difficult times uh, throughout history. And yet, how are we acting and reacting as the people of the Lord? Are we really crying to the Lord to deliver us? Listen to this first verse of David, the seventh psalm. Uh, it's a, uh, a Shagion, a David, which he's saying to the Lord concern, concerning Cush, a Benjamite. Here's what he said. O Lord, my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me and deliver me. So David is saying from the very beginning, he's crying out to the Lord. And he's saying, Lord, I have taken refuge in you. Uh, 
So I'm asking you to save me and to save me from those who are, that are pursuing me right now and deliver me. God, deliver me from them. And this really shows a point right here that I think that we are failing as the body of Christ. Are we really taking refuge in the Lord? Are we taking refuge in the Lord? Are we trusting in the Lord? Are we depending upon the Lord? You know, from what I see, we are not walking by faith in the Lord. We are walking in abject fear. I mean, it's the saddest thing you'll ever see. You see the pictures of churches that are starting together, but they're sitting there and they're literally muzzled. I mean, literally muzzled. And people say, well, you got to understand this virus. No, no, no. Let me tell you what. Again, you're being played and you're being had. Okay. Is the virus dangerous? Yes. If you're in a certain segment, you get it and you get sick. Yes. Anything is dangerous. Okay. But it is not at all what is being painted. Not at all. And if you just do uh, just a little bit of research, you find this out. Okay. But what are we doing? We're walking in fear. Now, folks, again, I'm not talking about walking in foolishness. Okay. A lot of times people walk in foolishness and want to call it faith. Okay? A lot of times people walk in fear and want to call it faith. No, you take refuge in the Lord and you do what he says. He says, David said, Lord, I've taken refuge in you. Now I'm asking you to save me. Because apparently David was still being pursued, even though he'd taken refuge in the Lord, right? And he still needed, needed delivering, even though he'd taken refuge in the Lord. Then verse 2, David says this, Or, if you don't do this, Lord, he, the one who's pursuing him, will tear my soul like a lion, dragging me away, while there is none to deliver. He's saying, Lord, I don't have anybody to deliver save for you. You're the only one that can deliver me right here. So he continues on, verse 3. Oh, Lord, my God, if I had done this, if there's injustice in my hands, if I have rewarded evil to my friend or have plundered him who without cause was my adversary, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake me and let him trample my life down to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Selah. And Selah means to Hey, think upon this or reflect upon this or meditate upon this. Or sometimes in the psalm it means to uh, take an instrumental ride, play an instrumental solo or something like that. So what David is saying, Lord, if I've done something of injustice to where I deserve this, then let the reward of the evil come to me. Okay, let it happen if that's what's happened. But if not, deliver me. He continues, verse 6. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift up yourself against the rage of my adversaries. And arouse yourself for me. You have appointed judgment. So David is acknowledging God's the one that's going to judge. He has appointed judgment. So he's saying what? Lord, rise. Come up. Come up in your anger, Lord. <laughs> Lift yourself up in rage against my adversaries. David didn't just want to come and just sort of get him out of the way and be nice to him. No, he wanted the Lord to be enraged against him. In anger, in rage, and arouse yourself. Verse 7. Let the assembly of the peoples encompass you, and let, ooh, and over them return on high. That's an interesting little phrase right there. I wonder what that means. I'll have to chase that around some other time. Isn't it amazing you'll be reading the scripture all of a sudden, something will arrest your attention? Let the assembly of the peoples encompass you, and over them return on high. Hmm. Verse 8, the Lord judges the peoples. Vindicate me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity that is in me. And David's not saying, because I've been such a good guy, because, you know, we know David sinned, right? <clears throat> but he's saying, Lord, 
<clears throat> because I'm trusting in you. I'm resting in you. Lord, vindicate me. My integrity is you. Verse 9. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to end, but establish the righteous. For the righteous God tries the hearts and mind. So David is saying, Lord, you have been righteous to me. You have watched over to me. I know you're going to take care of me. <clears throat> you are, verse 10, my shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. Verse 11, last verse for today. God is a righteous judge and a God who has indignation every day. Folks, may we do the same thing. May we realize that God is a righteous judge. May we take refuge in him. May we stand firm in the truth, folks. May we be willing to receive the truth, the truth of the word, the truth of the situations of life. You wouldn't believe how many people, when you sit there and they're walking in fear, and they're just, they're bound, and, and they ask you, well, what's this all about? And you start explaining, and you just explain a simple thing that, hey, this right here that you're taking refuge in, this that you think is helping you, is really not helping you. As a matter of fact, it's harming you, and you think it's helping you because somebody has told you to do it, and everybody's doing it, but it's actually causing physical harm to you, and they won't even listen to you. They won't even listen because they are wrapped up in fear. Folks, don't walk that way. Take refuge in the Lord. The Lord will save. The Lord will deliver us. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.